On this week's episode of Down the Wire, we've got so much to talk about baseball. We've got baseball stuff with a little bit of baseball stuff. And don't forget the baseball. And uh, all this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire. Down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, Tom and Dave works. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, down the wire. Yeah, Tom and Dave works. Yeah, down the Episode number 127. There you go. This is down the wire. Does uh does the intro song seem like it's gotten faster? You know what? I was thinking that, but I thought it was a connection thing. I thought it was a connection thing on my end. You know, because we're doing the you're doing this remote. So I, I thought that it like I was just hearing it and that was like Okay, yeah, just the first uh, part. Just the first part. Does it sound like it's fast here? Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yes. It sounds fast, right? Yes. What the fuck is that? But again, I thought that was like a connection thing. So that's that's why I never questioned it. No, no, I have no idea. It just sounds really fast for some reason. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought I noticed it last week, and I thought maybe I was just tired. And uh, I'm still tired this week. But it sounds fast still, so that's weird. Uh, no, I mean, I, I've noticed it for a couple weeks now. Okay. But, uh, I don't know. Well, my name is Tom, here with my brother Dave. Oh, hi. Welcome into Down the Wire, where we talk professional sports in unprofessional ways, as you gauged from that immediate conversation that could have happened off the air that we just that was our production meeting for you guys yes, right uh, there uh as as <laughs> our production meeting of like why does our song that we love kind of suck right now no it doesn't like, suck it's just it sounds fast i have no idea why yeah. it sounds fast it's interesting I, I, is it well i mean it's just <laughs> caught me a little bit there oh god dave we're recording in the morning for the last time Hopefully, um, for the love of God, hopefully, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how long uh, you were out, but uh, I mean, I didn't get home till like, I don't know, three thirty in the morning. So, mm. you know, and then, and then I was up. I was up at six. I'm I'm, I'm living the, the life, dog. Two and a half hours of sleep. So Let's I, go. Uh, I was I was uh, up at six thirty. I was. And then I was lucky enough to have my ringer on, which I don't do very often over here. Smart man. And you're growing. The bombarding of text messages from you then woke me up at 7 it, and 10. So Look, that was, that was the hopeful goal. Well, here's the thing. I turned off the rest of the alarms after so i literally wasn't gonna wake up if you didn't do that so yeah, see yeah yes yeah. yeah, it's, it's like i kind of know you 
A little bit. A little bit. That one was that was a good call. So uh we're here, we're awake. Short show today. Uh I hate everything and <laughs> we're just coming off uh we're in the middle of this homestead. Oh shit. Uh Dave, we have played this team ten times over here and we have scored hundred and fourteen runs on them. Is this uh your Minot hot tots? Oh dude, they're they're pretty rough, man. I don't wanna like besmirch the league and in case, but yikes. I meant to I meant to like call you and message you. I was I got a chance to listen to uh one of the games the other day. Uh, which also doesn't happen very often because I'm doing you know a billion fucking things. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I meant to I meant to let you know that I I had enjoyed myself. Yeah. Um. Did you know that our mother surprised me out here yesterday too? Uh, no, because she uh, had talked to me about going out there with you. <laughs> so. This comes as a surprise to me because uh, I thought we were going today. Today. <laughs> really? Uh, yes. Yep. My mother, our mother, and our sister, and the two dogs are here. They are here. And, yeah. Oh. Okay. That's not awkward. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> That's that's really fucked up, in fact. Didn't know that you were coming here today, so Well, I I I'm not now. Well, I was yeah. we were talk, talking about it. Sounds like you didn't give a definitive answer. So uh anyway. Well She didn't give me no definitive answer. All I all I had said was <laughs> Like this is so anti-sports. Uh, all I had said was that uh, she's like, "Hey, I was thinking about going uh, going out to see Tom." I was like, "All right, yeah, that's great." Elsie's uh, just got a birthday party at one o'clock on Sunday. Can we make that work? And then she never got back to me. Okay, let's talk about sports. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I um I want to. To start off with, with the MLB All-Star festivities, Tom, um, because I think I think we are definitely in agreement that the MLB Home Run Derby won by, uh, first of all, you have to give us some mad props. Tom, I picked Randy Arozarena to win it. He ends up going to the finals. You pick Vlad Guerrero. He ends up winning it. Uh that's some pretty good shit right there by us. Number right? one home run derby prediction podcast out there right now. Uh, I, I'm just saying that's some pretty fat prediction stuff right there. Yeah, we. Can't I, be- and I didn't look at the the total breakdown, but I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm pretty sure we are really fucking close to like the exact happening. Oh, of the of the bracket we did the mini bracket is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. Um, just in you know, the quick bracket that we were talking about. I don't think I had Julio Rodriguez bending over Pete Alonzo during it. If I did have him winning, uh, that was pretty sick. How come literally every year this happens, though, Dave, where one guy is, like, going crazy in a round 
and then just loses. That that is always happening. It it always happens. So at this point, you gotta fucking realize just don't do that shit. No, yeah. If you go off for like a shit ton of homers in a home run derby, like you're screwed. Don't do that. Like just just get enough to win. Don't do anything else crazy. I guess as the lower seed, it's tougher, but you like going off for forty homers. As cool that's as some is, Josh Hamilton shit. Yeah, right as there. cool as it is, I mean, you're gonna lose. Like as soon as he did that, I was like, "Oh, he's gonna lose." Like that was my first thought. It wasn't even like, "Oh, that's crazy." It was he's gonna lose. Yeah, yeah, and I, here's my one thing. <laughs> I think I sent it to you uh, the minute that it happened. I was like, "Now he's gonna suck for the rest of the season too." Mm. That's what happened a lot as well. You know, they go off, they lose in the next round or in like the, the finals or whatever, and then they suck the rest of the year. And I love Julio. I love Julio Rodriguez. So I'm hoping that it, that doesn't happen because um, I'm not going to lie. Like, the Mariners are kind of are kind of like um, what I wouldn't I don't want to say like a second love team, um, but they're like a team that I'm always is going to root for like even if it plays against like the brewers or the white Sox, i'm gonna be if they win i'm gonna be like nice nice mariners are cool i would say that it either completely ruins them or it's a spark because now baseball is just completely different and they only care if you hit a home run so it's all good that's true um so maybe they're just built for it maybe it's maybelline oh Okay, nice. Um, I will say that I the Vlad, Vlad Guerrero graphic of the second Cuban-born player uh, to win a home run derby was pretty hilarious. That was another one that got me uh, a little chuckle as he is very Dominican. And his father, if you ever heard of him, uh, Vlad Guerrero Sr., uh, yeah, he was Dominican as well. So that was why the uh, Cuban graphic was... Pretty nice on MLB's part. I think the worst thing uh, I saw was the lowest viewed All Star game in like so like twenty years or thirty years or something like that. Yes, and that's what I wanted to bring up. Uh, that's you know where I was eventually going with this. Like the All Star Home Run Derby is is kind of great. The All Star Game itself. It does nothing for me. Well, that's because you can't be flashy in the game. Like, at least in the Pro Bowl, you know, you can make a crazy catch. Or in... Is there is there any All-Star game that you truly care about anymore? No, but the Home Run Derby is the coolest thing at any All-Star game. I, I, sorry, I'm just talking about the all-star game. I'm not talking about the the extracurricular ones, right? Like the three-point contest, dunk contest, whatever. I'm just talking about the the game itself, the all-star game. There is nothing to it anymore. Uh, no. I would the, be comp- the The worst thing that could have happened was having Elias Diaz win the all-star game MVP, which is a... C minus D plus like name 
just it, like I'm not I'm not disrespecting his game, sure, but as far as face of baseball type of people, he is far from it right now, and he's kind of a gift that Colorado got to go in. I don't even know his numbers. Like I haven't heard his name all year. Like who I I've heard the name Elias Diaz, but that was how many uh, times have you used him in the Macaulay grid? Uh, never, never. And looking at exactly. his numbers, no, he has nine <laughs> home runs this season and batting 277. His OPS is 763. Like he kind of just got there because he needed someone for the Rockies. Yeah, it's it, you might as well just lied and just said it was Ellie De La Cruz and photoshopped like De La yeah. Cruz in there. Yeah, I, I, honestly, like that would have helped the game. That would have helped the game more. They need to. Uh, there's just no way to make a good All Star game. I think is there is there a way you could fix any of the All Star games that you could propose on the show right now? So hear me out. What if they did an every five year thing? Hmm. Mm. And that way, that way, it's like it's got this like this patience and waiting. I know they'll never do that, obviously, because it's it's money. They get they're still getting people to attend. You know what I mean? And they're still getting the MLB All Star Game is the highest viewed um, uh, uh, like All Star Game uh, between the three, the big three. I guess four or two if you want to count uh, uh, hockey. So it's never going to change. But I, I mean the idea of of waiting, waiting for something to happen and then getting it and then having this like special moment of like, oh man, it's been it's been like three, four years. Uh, we haven't seen this all-star game. Let's do it again. You know, that it might it might be able to kind of spark the all-star. What if and this goes for all of them? What if they make a well. It used to be World Series implications. That is now gone. Remember that, and that's when it was yes. maybe a little bit watchable. Um, they should just for as much as people wanted to hate on it, it did add stakes to the game. I'm thinking what they should do is maybe uh, they they gotta like do that again i, I mean it, it just no one cares otherwise and i get it's also like kind of bullshit too that that's what determined world series implications at the same time i get it but it made people watch the game and kind of care like now the al or the nl won for the first time in like a decade and 2012 so more yeah and uh I, you know, they didn't have one in 2020. So, I mean, yeah, it, it's stupid that it did, but it made the game care a little bit more. Okay, okay. Here, how about this? Or you should be able to run over the catcher only in the All-Star game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With a car. Yeah. Uh, so, how about this, though? Weren't they – I, I can't remember if they're if they've already implemented this, but – Come playoff time, um, don't like 
don't like the the division winners get to pick uh like who they play I thought we the, read against, that like the wild card teams. Yeah, I thought we determined that last year that you can choose your opponent, but it ended up just being seeds anyway, pretty much. Like that was I don't know if we're sure. ever going to see someone just flat out not pick the worst team, then the next team's not going to pick the next worst team. So okay, but what if the winner of that has that ability? They should just play banana ball for the all-star game. Fans ca- <laughs> fans catch the ball. It's an out. Did you see that? That was electric this week. Oh, uh, yeah. Then. Yeah, I mean, look, Savannah Bananas do it right. Uh, let's just be real. I'm going to say that the MIB, MILB, or, you know, minor league baseball, summer league baseball, whatever, they just do it right. They know how to create energy in their you know arguably like lifeless sport um because i mean they have to they have to struggle to make your like low tier baseball count and i know that's that's where you're at right now but you even know like there's a lot of extra oomph that is being put in you know, because these guys aren't making billions of dollars or not, uh, you know, having these all-star deals and, you know, all this shit. Um, you know, so that's why we get nights where we can call the teams the motor boaters, the, you know, two in the pink, one in the stinks, you know, shit like that. Mm. And uh, we're able to have some fun star wars night and you know jaws night and you know it's 1972 night or yeah, whatever the yeah. fuck it is it's just it's just a whole bunch of flair what if they made the all-stars just cosplay like all of them they'd have to come in as like a character in a costume whatever the fuck it is yes yeah yes they should, i mean a double yes they they should just this is what it should be your all to or not your all time uh your season home run leader should just make the all-star team no matter how good or bad he is just i want as many home runs as possible if you lead your team in home runs boom you're on the all-star team and then i want your lowest eras all to make the all-star team as the pitchers so all the good pitchers don't get to pitch and all the guys that just hit fucking bombs hit bombs i think we should get the draft a drafted MLB all-star game might be fun. Or they should, like, merge the two leagues like LeBron. Yeah, yeah. I, That's I'm, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a, I'm down with that. Just merge it a little bit, get get some captains going in there, and then uh, awkwardly air it on television so when Shohei Otani has to pick, it's his translator just picked the whole entire time. And, like... We can just verify if the translator is going with Shohei's pick or if he's like, no, I actually want this guy. So, yeah, no, I'm for that. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, and, but long story short, there is no hope for the Pro Bowl. Uh, correct. Yeah, that's fucked. Uh, did you see also we made another <laughs> we made another great all-star game prediction. Uh, and Ryan Howard was just jacking homers in the celebrity all-star game. 
Yeah, we were. I mean, that I think that was pretty much chalk. Though. Yeah, I, yeah. How many homers did he end up having? I have no idea, but he hit some fucking moonshots. Uh, and I mean, that was just guaranteed. It was it was Ryan Howard, uh, Felix Hernandez kind of took it over because he homered too. Uh, what was the guy? The the pitch perfect guy also hit one that made people go a little crazy. Um, but yeah, that was. Literally the easiest prediction from All-Star Game Weekend was Ryan Howard was going to shit on baseballs. Again, no fucking surprise to me. It, it, the ultimate boom or bust person. It was either uh, a home run or complete whiff strikeout. Um, it, it's just nuts. Nuts. Yeah, they need to bring Adam Dunn to like one of these as well, too. That would be a fun one. Or just let everyone use steroids and they can get off their cycle in like two weeks. You're no testing for however long it takes to get that out of your system. Something like that. Like, let's just fucking beef it up a little bit. Or or you have to throw an ethos once an inning. Yes. That would be. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A pitch has to come in slower than 60 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Just one an inning. <laughs> Like, just, I don't care otherwise. I don't care. I'm not going to care. There's no way for me to care. And uh, the All-Star game just sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, Is there any other news in the NFL? Oh, you know what? I got a small one. Uh, We are hard knocks, guys. We are preseason hard hard knocks, guys. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't think this was a small one. I, I'm, I was, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Yes. We we claimed we were going to be hard knocks guys all throughout the year. I think we were uh, pretty happy we didn't watch the Arizona Cardinals in season because I don't think that yeah, worked no as one well. Wants to watch them. Um, I was kind of hoping that we'd get a second season of the Lions. That was rumored for a little bit because I feel like Dan Campbell, after another year, was going to be even more intense and even more cement himself as a young adult hero because he's we're not children anymore to uh <laughs> to us uh but I'll, it, I'll, th- I'll still be a child instead we probably get the second best thing and the new york jets are hard knocks um with like all this shit going on and now does aaron Rodgers drop one conspiracy theory during hard knocks Ooh, i'm gonna say no mm. I'm going to say no. In fact, I'm going to go the opposite route and say that Aaron Rodgers will do everything he can to not talk on hard knocks. Oh, that would suck, dude. I was going to ask if he's going to bring. I know. And I I hate I hate being being that guy, but I'm going to say that. Zach Wilson gets more airtime than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's David Blau. He's David Blau. Zach Wilson's David Blau. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And tell me, tell me that doesn't feel quote right. Uh, yeah. He's going to be like, I told you I'd give him hell. Uh, I'd give him hell here when he, uh, when he comes to play. And that's, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And my mom's hot. Uh, yeah. So that's what he's going to do. Okay. Now who's the guy? Uh, my mom's hot. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that's really all Zach Wilson has going for him right now. Uh, my screen is very bright now, as you can see, as I'm looking at the roster for the jets, 
Oh, you know what, Dave? We're totally wrong. We're totally wrong. Tim Boyle's going to be David Blau. Tim Boyle's going to get more airtime than both of them. Mm, no, no. I'm telling you, dude, Zach Wilson knows that his time is running out. This is this is where like he really he where he's going to shine. We got to find who's going to be the Jamal Williams of this and uh I, I mean I, I, I'll um I'll throw it out there right now. Yeah. It's going to be Sauce. Oh, okay. Okay. Sauce Gardner is going to be is going to be the dude that just sort of lights it up. Okay, I can get down with that. I'd be okay with that. Um, Zonovan Knight, that's a great name. He's a running back on the team. Yeah, uh, I remember him. He had a he had a couple of of uh, big games because wasn't he? Weren't the the Jets like like kind of sucking in the running back department? Like they were constantly getting injured this past season. Yeah, I remember that vaguely as well, too, because Brees Hall also was having a great year. Solomon Thomas is on the Jets now. Wow. Okay. Um, Quinton Williams caught a bag. Maybe he'll get some screen time for that uh, as well during it. But I don't know. Like, Bob Sala seems like he's going to be a very, uh, like, eh compared to Dan Campbell. He's going to be, like, watered down a little bit on the Dan Campbell part. Uh, let's see if they got any, like, coaches that were players. Oh, dude, fucking hack job is going to be terrible. He's not talking on this. You know for sure. Um, <laughs> what, was the, what was the shit that he said when he was on uh, the Broncos? It was like, oh, we love to watch him come. Yikes. Um, <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, yes, now vaguely. vaguely. <laughs> so looking at this coaching staff compared to the Giants, I mean, it's not it. It's just not it right now. Uh, Leon Washington, I think he used to play and was like uh, not a cornerback. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, I should, I, at this point, we should just say defensive back. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, he was. Uh, I said cornerback. Um, yeah, he's special teams assistant, so that's perfect for airtime with hard knocks. Like he'll get something. Um, but as far as other former players, like kind of giving you some hope, no, there's there's none. Uh, there is no. Uh, uh, oh shit, who was the linebacker coach with the dreads? I wanted God. What was his name? Uh. <laughs> what was his name? I forget. Yeah, the one that you were all about for a hot minute. Yeah, like that was my favorite guy. Like on, like one of my favorite guys on the show. Lions coaching staff. Uh, I wanted to say Jabal Sheard, and I just know that's completely wrong. No, that's that's very wrong. It's like it starts with a K. Kelvin Shepard. There yep. it is. Yep. See? Yep. Ah. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, he's not on the staff anymore. I don't know where he is, but I just looked it up. He is not. They all like left. Holy shit! They all shit. left to go do different things. Uh, Hank Fraley is still there, but or yeah, yeah, Fraley. So that's fine. But um, they got a couple. Look, on a scale, on a scale of one to ten in the excitement department on the Detroit Lions uh, coaching staff, Hank Fraley is a six at 
at best. Uh, Calvin Shepard is still there. I, I just had to scroll down a little bit. I found him. Uh, here's some other names on that staff still. Uh, assistant to the quarterback coach, JT Barrett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember him? The guy who literally came in and tried to play wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, now he's coaching quarterbacks. Um, yeah. Antoine Randall L is a wide receiver coach. That's pretty legit. Yep, I, I remember seeing that. Dre Bly, NFL street legend, is on the defensive side again. He's coaching defensive backs. <laughs> um, and John Fox, senior defensive assistant. Wow, how the mighty have fallen on that one. That is uh, yikes. Big yikes there for John Fox. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Dan Campbell, uh, he'll forever be on the hard knocks. Mount Rushmore of like best things to ever happen to that thing. So it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot for the jets to, uh, to be in that next category. I think. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's just not going to live up to the Detroit lions. In my opinion, um, we'll, we'll be able to kind of talk about it, but meh. Oh God. All right. Well, this news week All sucks. Right. Tom, I've got uh, something for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the uh, Tom, when you think of quality in sports media, what is what is like the number one media outlet for you for quality in sports content? Mm. Okay, that's uh, that's a lot to digest there. Uh, when it comes to quality, oh god, um, I don't know. Like ESPN, you are correct. Bleacher Report. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, that's where I was who, thinking you were going with this. Uh, who at some point this week, uh, they they were also struggling for content. And I got a notification from them because I look, I'll tell you right now, Bleacher Report, while a lot of the stuff has been going south as far as how they ran their website and their app specifically, uh, we're looking at you live streams. Ugh. Yeah. Not uh, it's awful. Uh, so <laughs> they did a a like a summer NFL parlay. And they all they based it all on marble runs that was that they ran. So I watched the entire thing. Like, I don't know, it was probably like an hour long in which they just they they tried to do the like overhype like energy for these fucking balls. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, guys, jealous marble runs, they're kinda lit. Uh, if you're not, if you haven't watched them, they're, they're kind of fucking crazy. So go ahead, uh, you know, and engross yourself in that world. But they had a marble run and they all, uh, they all got together and placed $5 on this, uh, whatever the outcome was to, uh, you know, see how much money they would make. Okay. So I want to kind of go through their NFL parlay and see what you feel. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So they ended up doing 
all of uh, like the divisions as like a four team race and whoever came out would be who they chose to advance to the playoffs. And then they broke that down even more. So uh, AFC, uh, AFC North, Baltimore Ravens plus 220. I was like, okay. I mean, as far as the, the NFC is concerned, it's insane, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then the NFC North, they had the Minnesota Vikings winning plus 250. All right. Solid get for them, right? Sure. Sure. Uh, NFC East, Buffalo Bills plus 120 uh, to NFC, uh, NFC East. Or sorry, did I say AFC East or uh, NFC? I don't know the matter. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles minus 135. I was like, wow, they're getting fucking lucky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, AFC West. Kansas City Chiefs. I was like, Jesus, that that was the only correct answer. Um, and they also got San Francisco 49ers on the NFC side of things. It's like, yep. I mean, that's a pretty fucking solid lock. And then uh, the the NFC and AFC South got a little bit fuck like fucky. Um, we'll start with the NFC. Carolina plus mm. 400. Mm. Yeah, Carolina winning the NFC South. That's uh, possible. Yeah, for sure. And then the Indianapolis Colts at plus six hundred. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. Um, so I, I mean, yeah. that's that's just not going to happen. No, not in the six, NFC South. Six out of the eight, they got. Li- I wouldn't say the best option. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, the North, I think, in the NFC is just all over as well. Like, so that one's tough to gauge. I still think Minnesota probably is the favorite. Um, the- uh, I want to say that based off of the sports books, because uh, I want to say they're using DraftKings. I think the Lions had the the line share. Yeah, and it's just such a risky bet to do that. Like, I don't know if you want to, like, claim that you're going to be confident the Lions are going to be good. I think it's better to be like, the Lions are a sleeper, and then they just kind of screw you in the end. Because I have no idea if they are going to be good or not. And I think the Vikings are just going to be in prime position to, like, be good and then suck in the playoffs like they do every year. So... Um, yeah, that's kind of weird that it randomly drew all of those teams for sure. Uh, they looked, they lucked the fuck out, uh, during the NFC West one because the entire way Arizona was leading, mm. which is a plus 2,500. Uh, I mean, that, that, that is the, an absolute guarantee that that shit is not happening. Right. Um, but uh, they forgot that the uh, San Diego or sorry, LA Chargers had got stuck on the the run on the course itself, so they ended up hitting them and lo- allowing San Francisco to pull out in front. Mm. Uh, is it a fix? Is the fix in? Maybe a little well. bit. So then they ended up going to the playoffs, in which they 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 ended up picking the wild card teams based off of Super Bowl odds, which is like, sure, whatever. 
So uh, wild card for the AFC was Jets, Bengals, Dolphins. Uh, and, uh, NFC was Cowboys, Lions, Seahawks. So from this, these groups, do you, what is like, what's the best combination? What's the worst combination for Super Bowl? So for the AFC, we have Jets, Bengals, Dolphins, Ravens, Colts, uh, Bills, and Chiefs. I'll go Bengals, Chiefs. Just, just like getting one of those two, I think is probably the best draw. I'm not sold on the Bills. Uh, I actually saw a quarterback tier list that I guess we can talk about after this too, real quick. Um, I, I would say that they're the two best quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, not in that order. Yeah, I mean we did that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I think there is a big drop off in the NFL quarterback after that. Uh, maybe not. Maybe Jalen Hurts being at third. I don't like putting Josh Allen as the fourth best quarterback in the NFL. I think it's... We didn't. I, I think right now it's, um, you know, a lot of people love that. And while I want to root for him and he's an exciting player, like he's not it in the playoffs. Just not it. So... I I think the best draw you could get is Bengals Chiefs. Yeah. All right. So that's, so that's for the AFC. Who wins that then? Like, what what's the best win there? The Chiefs for a representative. All right, Chiefs. Okay. How about uh, NFC? So we got Cowboys, Lions, Seahawks, Vikings, Panthers, uh, Eagles, and Forty ers I mean, I'm going to go back to the other chalk and uh, rematch of last year, Eagles 49ers. Again, uh, again, pretty big drop-off in the team talent as far right now at this point is what we're thinking. Uh, the Eagles, even though they lost guys, they're going to be nasty next year. And the 49ers, they didn't lose that many guys, and now they get a whole year of big cock Brock. So... I think that potentially they, they uh they're gonna be sniffing on the Super Bowl doorstep very quickly. The San Francisco 49ers. All right, and the winner there? Uh the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. All right. Now what's the worst possible combination? Ooh, um for just for Super Bowl. Just for Super Bowl. The Colts. And uh, what was it, the Seahawks? Is that the other one? Really? Okay. All right. Boring ass uh, Super Bowl. Boring ass Super I, Bowl. See, you are you are going for just play. Yeah. Because the actual results of this of the these runs was Jets Cowboys. Talk about a level of insufferable that I cannot even compute. That is fucking awful. Well, we would see all your true cowboy fans because, you know, that's one of the fa franchises that people will tend to bandwagon after success starts to come. You will meet a lot of people uh, during that time frame if the Cowboys were to make it to the Super Bowl that you're like, oh, I didn't even know, like, 
you like the Cowboys. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I root for them wherever they're there. And then you'll have to make decisions on whether or not you want to keep friends because they're rooting for the Cowboys. So um, it, it'll be very similar to, like, an election season. That's what that's what I feel like if the Cowboys were to uh, make the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they um, so for the odds there, it's uh, Jets at plus eighteen hundred and Cowboys at plus fourteen hundred to win. Uh, the Cowboys ended up winning the entire run. Um, that's again just sounds so fucking awful. Mm. But uh, yeah, it they ended up having a an overall odds of like plus like a hundred and thirteen thousand to one so or that plus sorry hundred and thirteen thousand to one so a pretty sizable payout on a five dollar bet yeah i'm okay with uh, that. then they also did a toilet bowl worst team uh, overall in the league is going to be the houston texans Winner was the Green Bay Packers. Mm. Um, it's that's just not happening. I'm sorry. I'm I I, I feel fairly confident the Packers will not be flirting with the worst team in the league. But they had they had like one of the highest uh, uh, things for um, like odds to win. So. I mean, you don't like if you're an NFL fan, even if you hate the Packers, I don't think you want them to be the worst team in the league because that's just going to set you guys up because we'll just move on from Jordan Love for the worst team in the league. I mean, we're not going to stick with him then. And then we're going to get Caleb Williams and then it's going to be sad for all you motherfuckers like that's that's kind of where I'm at. If you want the Packers to be the worst team in the league and you're pissed that they always get a quarterback and then they suck one year without a quarterback, and then they just bounce right back. Everyone will forget about the Jordan Love train. Sure, it's like that year that, um, what's his name? Seneca Wallace had to fill in for, like, mm. six games, God. and then he got hurt. Yeah, yeah, that was a rough year. I remember that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, Super Bowl odds. Boom. Uh, Bleacher I do- Report. Quality, re- quality fucking entertainment. Dave, do you have a guy in mind that just torched the the Brewers? Like, there's is there one guy who you were just like, we we have this guy uh, on the other in this last team we were just facing. First of all, tough name. His name is Drew Woodcox. Um, so, oh yeah, I was at the game this past uh, weekend. I got very drunk. Um, and so now he torches the team I'm working for out here and he's on the worst team. He's there. They're so bad. Um, but he had, I think two grand slams and like maybe three other extra base hits on top of that. So he had a monster, monster week. Uh, but is there a name that comes to mind when you're like, Oh, he was the worst when the Brewers had to face him. Oh, so it, it, you changed it up on me because I was going to say he was the worst when when the Brewers were playing. Because uh, I definitely would have said Jeff Supan. Uh, oh, both oh. both playing against him and 
when he was on our fucking team. Yeah, Supon was lit. You remember the garbage commercial he had where he was like talking about recycling and like throwing different pitches on bottles <laughs> into garbage cans? Yeah, you do. You remember that. He's like, here comes the slider while he's like throwing a bottle into a recycling bin. And it's like, oh, this commercial fucking sucks. Like, what what the fuck is this? So I was just wondering if you could guess this name because I had to look it up to verify it. And uh yeah, it's it's definitely true. All right, so who is it? Uh it is Albert Pujols. Um Oh. I mean, of course. So Albert Pujols I, I probably could have said that. 177 games in his career against the Brewers. Uh 647 at bats. Uh he had 282 hits. Uh, rather, 213 hits uh, against him or, or against the Brewers. It's the fourth most against an opponent in his career. Uh, he batted 329 against them. The Astros allowed 282 hits to him. Uh, at Miller Park, he had 101 hits, the third highest total on the road uh, for Albert Pools. Um the other one I wanted to do here is the best batting averages he had against uh, some Brewers pitching. Uh, Chris Capuano, remember that name? Uh, yep. 525 career batting average, 21 hits and 40 at-bats. Uh, 19 hits against Zach Duke, 45 at-bats. Uh, Jeff Supon making the list. Um 44 at-bats, 16 hits, 364 average. He batted 432 against Giovanni Gallardo. That was like our fucking ace for the longest time. Uh, yeah, remember when we thought he was an ace? I mean, he damn near was. He was. He, had a, he, uh, he was an all-star. Uh, he was I, an all-star. Giovanni Gallardo. I'm sorry. Giovanni Gallardo is... Never going to be a number one guy in a above average like pitching staff. Uh, I would say false. I would say false. Uh, he was the ace when we had Zach Greinke okay. here. We used the ace when we had Zach Greinke here. We had Sean Markham, Randy Wolf, Chris Narvison. That was a pretty good staff. And. Giovanni yeah, Gallardo was, I'm going to tell you right he now, he's not day. better. He's not the ace with, with Zach Greinke on, on the team. He also had, Zach he also batted 361 and had 26 hits off Ben Sheets. Was he an ace? Uh, Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give Ben Sheets some love. I would think Ben Sheets has more ace potential than Giovanni Gallardo. All right, now is that hot take? Uh, no, because I think you're right. But Ben Sheets, uh, he also played for two other teams. Who are those two other teams? Ben Sheets did. Yeah, uh, was one of them the Oakland Athletics? Yep, that was the first team he went to after. And yeah, that I re I seem to remember that. Yeah. Um. This next one gets dicey. Uh, I'm going to say, like, I'm going to say the Blue Jays. No, but that sounds right now that you say it out loud. Um, it didn't happen. It was the, o uh, not the Oakland A's, sorry. It was the Atlanta Braves 
Uh, ben Sheets also pitched Ooh, for. Ooh, okay. I do vaguely remember that. So the weird thing about Ben Sheets is he just took years off. He wasn't injured. Um, he ended up pitching for the Brewers from 01 to 08 and then didn't pitch in 09. And then in 2010, he was on the A's. And then he didn't pitch in 2011. And he was on the Braves in 2012. Like, just completely random. Actually didn't even do hmm. terrible in his time for the Braves. I mean, he didn't start a game. Or he only started nine games, rather. And uh, it's just about 50 innings of work. And his ERA was 3-4-7. And then he was just done. And he was only 33. Like, it feels like that was a guy that maybe people gave up on a little bit too early. Because he had a couple of pretty nice years for the Brewers. He was eighth in Cy Young voting yeah, in 04. And again, don't never forget Olympics like hero. Yeah, the only reason that we won the Olympics that year. Yeah, that was yeah, when it was that, that's about that's about all I got all I got for it. His two thousand four year, he was twelve and fourteen with a two point seven ERA and two hundred and sixty four strikeouts. I mean, that team just That's insane. sucked. Like, I did not realize Ben Sheets had a year like that. That's a big year. I told you, he was really fucking good. Um, yeah, really fucking good. But, eh. I, I, did Giovanni Gallardo ever finish above eighth in a Cy Young voting? He did. Finish, mm. finish he did? seventh. Finished seventh in 2011 with a much worse season. Um... Three five two ERA. Wow. He was seventeen and ten. Remember, wins was a important stat back in the day, and now it isn't anymore. Um, but he also had two hundred and seven strikeouts that season uh, in twenty eleven. That was also when the Brewers were nasty that year. So, sorry. Um, <laughs> Speaking of nasty. Yeah, I didn't think that that would be a stat we learned today. Ben Sheets has a lower Cy Young finish than Giovanni Gallardo with that nasty season. Boom. All right. All right. I dig it. Is it hits time? time? We, uh, yeah, yeah, give me some Twitter hitters. Okay. Uh, Twitter hitters. Let me go over here. Let me get to my, my, my lovely Twitter that I love to do. Um... How about how, how about this Jim Ursay article? Okay, that's just in itself already speaks to problems, possibly. Uh, yes. An entire article. Was it drunk? <laughs> the article drunk. Um, no. No, I don't think so. Uh, but... They, when it comes to quality sports content, you know, uh, ESPN, they did a whole article on Jim Ursay's collection, uh, and he refused a billion dollars for it. Like, just, just literally, like, talking about how a billionaire refused a billion dollars for some of his collectible items. Um, so, Ursay... I believe that he has a museum in the Lucas Oil Stadium. And 
he has just a bunch of random <laughs> shit in there, uh, which is like totally humble on his part. And uh, so looking at it, he has the 1974 Rumble in the Jungle Championship belt uh, from Muhammad Ali <sighs> versus George Foreman. Uh, he has like a shit ton of guitars. It's like a 500 piece collection. Uh, Pink Floyd's guitarist, David Gilmore's guitar, black strat. Um, and the article is just like making it sound like, Oh, I didn't want to pursue all these merely expensive items, but I just happened to acquire them over the years. I pondered questions such mm. as. What real currency does memory have? How did memory serve us? Oh, my God. Us? Did it help form who you are? There are historic moments that shifted the whole world. History is just an incredible teacher for us. Um, so, like, apparently now Jim Irsay is cool again. So that's uh, that gets my uh, this bitch. This bitch. <sighs> yeah, right? Right? That's what I was just like wanted to vomit in my mouth, like getting an article on Jim Irsay. So, um, other other items in here that like are worthy of noting. Uh, he's got like a Beatles drum set, um, Ringo Starr's drum set. Yeah, for two million dollars, um, like a hundred and twenty foot long scroll for the original On the Road manuscript, like. Uh, okay okay dude cool dude cool you have my uh, man cool. i mean weird flex bro yeah yeah and uh also uh four cases of empty beer cans are also cemented all from when he was caught in duis boom <laughs> all right uh tom i have one as well uh, let me get let's see if i can fucking find it where to go um yeah so the other day um, Tom, how do you feel about Dylan Brooks? Uh, he's mid, but all right. Uh, how do you think of him as far as his personality? He is Patrick Beverly. Ooh, okay. Um, pa I think Patrick Beverly is more sane than Dylan Brooks. Oh, personally. okay. Okay. I think Dylan Brooks is, has gone a little kooky, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, so Dylan Brooks went on, uh, the athletic and or I say had an interview with the athletic specifically Kelly, uh, was it, uh, Ico? Yeah. Ico. Um, and just was rambling about the NBA and his, uh, NBA counterparts and everything until he came up with a statement, uh, um, about himself. Uh, this was shared across the the Twitter verse quote. I know every single night guys are thinking about me. It's in their mind before the game even starts. Mm. No, I'm going to say, no, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to look, I get it. He was second team defense, but I don't think anyone is ever thinking about Dylan Brooks. Um, certainly not like that. And certainly not like any other way. It's <laughs> not just that. But um, Dylan, 
chill, chill, dude. Uh, and I'm gonna give one more. I'm normally not a double guy, but I I just had to, uh, I had to yell at J.R. Radcliffe as well. Ooh, yeah, Wisconsin. Uh, what is he? Isn't he like a Brewers beat guy? Yep. Uh, so this was last, was it July eighth? Whenever the fuck that was? Was that Sunday? A- and his quote was, "Now would be a good moment for the yellisance." Um, don't try to make that thing happen. Ugh. Yeah, stop it. It's Ugh. gross. It's absolutely this disgusting. Bitch. Yeah, that was that's disgusting. Ugh. Yes. Um. Also, honorable mention, Justin Jefferson's top five quarterbacks in the league, Mahomes, Rodgers, Burroughs, Hurts, Allen. Yep, left, I saw that as well. Just left <laughs> Kirk Cousins <laughs> off that list. So, all right, yep. Uh, quick hits time, hey? Quick yeah, let's hits. go. Okay, um, first one. Uh, kind of a rough patch here for Northwestern. Uh you fucking yeah. nerds. You you fucking weird nerds. Okay. Um so football team has the whole debacle of like some severe weird shit hazing uh going on. And God damn it. Uh which is like we're good for a story like this every other year, right? Probably somewhere around there. I can't believe that this is still a fucking thing. This isn't 1970. Why the fuck are you still doing this, people? Also, why the fuck are you allowing it as a fucking uh, head coach? Look, I I know Pat Fitzgerald. Sorry, go ahead, Tom. Finish it off before I rant. Um, Yeah, so... They they had, like, some really weird shit going on between them. Uh, they released a statement, their athletic director. Uh, Nothing will ever be more important to Northwestern than providing its students a place that allows them to develop in the classroom, in the community, and in competition at the absolute highest level, and building a culture which allows our staff to thrive. This has been an ongoing situation, and many factors were considered before reaching this resolution. As the director of athletics, I take ownership of our head coaching hires and will share our next steps as they unfold. Um, so that was a quote he made after he fired the football coach. Nope, that's wrong. That's after he fired the baseball coach for bullying as well on the team and condoning or knowing about the situations as well. Um, the football coach in which they were pretty sure that he was very much aware of now the hazing acts going on, uh, still employed is still employed and, uh, not releasing a statement on him. Ooh, Pat Fitzgerald. I thought he was fired. I'm pretty sure he has not been fired yet. Um, Oh, it looks like they did keep it. Uh, yeah. keep him on. I think you yeah. missed that part. Yeah, it's fine. Honestly, I I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't know because the fucking heinous acts that were going down in uh, at at Northwestern and the fact that Fitzgerald. I, I mean, I know it's alleged and it's all you know. I guess kind of conjectural and bullshit or whatever hearsay. Um, he knew. 
he fucking knew. In fact, he actively took part in this. Um, there were extensive reports that Fitzgerald would signal to uh, sideline players who deserved, uh, quote, in need of a running, which is uh, just the fucking shit is so weird, so dumb. And I hate it even more because I liked Pat Fitzgerald. I liked him a lot. In fact, um, there there were rumors before Matt LaFleur got hired that he may be in the running for the Packers head coaching job. I was like, oh, I don't hate that. Like, that'd be kind of fun. No. At this point, fuck that. Fuck that noise. He's a garbage human being to even help out to this shit. Again, if you want to be just fucking disturbed, feel free to read up on this article. Uh, All put together by student journalism, by the way, too. I, I mean, that's good for them. That, that they ended up going down this route. You know how football is in this country and college football even more. I'm sure that had to be a very challenging article to write. And they're going to have targets on their back on top of that because, you know, there are people out there that still want to justify Joe Paternal's uh, Paterno existence. Get fucked. You know, you can already tell that Pat Fitzgerald is going to have justification as well. Holy fucking shit. Gross. Um, so sorry, I went off there. No, no, no. I actually was going to talk about Pablo Torre. Yeah. Um, he credited Northwestern Daily, the student journalism uh, throughout this whole thing. Uh, so that was kind of cool that they got their little, like, shine out of it and their credit because it is a story that definitely should be brought up and, uh, lead to some consequences and some ultimately, uh, firings, uh, over the whole thing. But yeah, tough, tough week for Northwestern sports. So maybe just stick to becoming doctors, nerds. Okay. Is you obviously don't sport well. Uh, honestly, throw in an extra diss bitch for that. This bitch. There we go. There you go. Um, another one here. Well, sorry, one more, one more thing I'm gonna add. Yeah. I'm gonna shout out. I'm gonna shout out Kenosha, Wisconsin. Ooh. Um, who just straight up said you're not allowed to fucking train uh, at Camp Kenosha anymore. Mm. Um, to Northwestern. So good for them as well. Nice. Nice. Uh, okay, I got another one here. How about um, how, how about here the rumors that Richard Sherman and Skip Bayless might be working together on the next Undisputed show? I saw that. Uh, that is something I could get down with. I think that could work, right? Like that would be the same vibes. Same same aggression, same passion for sports that here here here's the better part. Far more intelligence. Oh yeah, Richard Sherman's a smart motherfucker. Yeah. Don't don't think he's dumb not, at all. Not to disparage Shannon Sharp. Um I thought Shannon Sharp did uh fine. Um I I don't know. It's it wasn't my bag. Undisputed. I, I watched like clips, but it wasn't wasn't anything that I really wanted to 
like sit down with every day. Um, that's just me. And maybe I'm not maybe it's because it's Skip Bayless. Can't spit stand him. He's awful. He's awful for the game, uh, for the sports world, in my opinion. But I think Richard Sherman does a lot to add credibility to that uh, to that cast. If that's the case. I would say that he's going to be too smart, maybe for, um, for fucking uh, Skip Bayless. No. Uh, how about he does it, gets far more credibility than uh, Skip Bayless, and then leaves and does his own show. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I can get down with that. I can get down with that. I would be happy for him. Yeah, I, again, I don't I don't know if you could find a better pick, in my opinion. Honestly, I'm really into that Richard Sherman idea. And I don't know why I didn't think about that. That's that's super awesome. Uh and then um another one here. We'll go back to college football. Uh kind of slow week. Um but I will says you I, I I can do one more actually too, um, the, but I will say Dylan Jones, uh, he is another uh, four star recruit. Uh, he's going to Wisconsin, so get fucked. Um, we're back. I am totally ready for this team to break my heart over the next five years. Uh, we're probably never going to lose to Ohio state again and Alabama. We want you. That's what I'm going to say now, uh, after all that. And the last one, uh, Dayton Weber, you know who this man is? No, that's honestly Dayton Weber sounds like a college, like a, like an offshoot of Dayton university. It's going to be Dayton Weber like college. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, he is a quadruple amputee. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yikes. Yep. So missing <clears throat> arms, legs, both of them. And uh, he actually just competed in the American Cornhole League and was. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen this guy. Dominating the competition over the weekend. Uh, he's got pretty. Good skills here in the uh, uh, Cornhole League. They uh, He becomes the first quadruple amputee in the American Cornhole, Cornhole League history. He is ranked <laughs> as the 37th best player in the state of Maryland, according to those standings. Uh, and he was on ESPN this last weekend uh, when he drained four straight shots even using his opponent's bag as a backboard. Uh, and one person then wrote, this guy is a beast, goes to show you really can do anything if you put in time and work. It's my field Aww, goal. Yeah. That was wholesome. If you want, oh, God. Um, if you want, you can watch his story um, on a name of a broadcast that they're definitely going to have to fix, uh, Super Hole 4. Uh, that's the Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So <laughs> that's the broadcast documentary series for the American Cornhole League Super Hole. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, good lord! Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Is that my go? You go. All right. Uh, Tom's, we were talking about journalism. And one thing I wanted to quickly bring up uh, that I think kind of blows New York Times closing its sports desk. Yep. So um, that's fucking huge. That's yeah, wild. That's wild. Uh, I, I mean, it's it, it's easily the biggest newspaper out there. Okay, right? so do you know there is some... At least American newspaper. There is some context to, speaking of quality sports journalism, you do know they own The Athletic. Yes. Yes. I do. So that would probably be why. Which is, I mean, that is the reason why they're closing. Yes. Um, And look, I, I, I'll be the first to tell you, The Athletic is quality fucking sports content. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and it's cheap. It's really fucking cheap, people. Yeah. Um, you know, two dollars a month, worth it. Mm -hmm. Worth every fucking cent. Uh, especially if you like sports, which I would assume you do if you're listening to Down the Wire, you know, uh, <laughs> professional sports in unprofessional ways. Sure. But um, yeah, I, I it's still a sad day mm -hmm. or a sad week, I should say, when when uh, you find that out that you know they're they're shutting down. Um, is what it is. I don't know what else to say about it. That was that was sorry, uh, well. that was the uh, New York Times Sports Department just getting launched. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that need to get launched uh, and never come back, remember Larry Nasser? Oh yeah, I heard this. This is a feel good story. To an extent. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Larry Nasser, the uh, Olympic like medical staff for the Michigan State. Uh, you know, like women's gymnastics, right? You know, serial rapist got shanked in prison this week. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you can't really root for stabbing, but if there was a guy you could do it against, uh, we're getting close. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you know what? Uh, I, I don't know. Do you feel bad for thinking like that? I don't. Fuck that. No, I'm, um, I'm okay with, like, rape people getting stabbed. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Also. Yeah, yeah. So, like, fuck that guy. Okay, so here's the next question, because this got brought up. Is that the first guy that that guy has stabbed? Like, he just stabbed Larry Nassar. That's the first guy he stabbed. Oh. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna yeah. hope no. Yeah, no. He stabbed other people before too. Glorious. Okay, yeah. There you go. Larry Nasser stabbed. Yeah, had to throw that out there. Uh, Tom, I also had another one. Um, Bob Huggins, also weirdly getting. Or, I, I don't know. It, he got caught with a DUI this past week, and then told to. Oh, Bob Huggins. Uh, what West Virginia University's basketball coach. It's been there for quite some time at this point. Um, he got told that uh, he isn't going to be reinstated um, after this DUI. Uh, Huggins then went uh, and checked himself into a program. Good, good, I guess. Um, but after uh, after all that, he did come back out and said, 
Uh, he did not draft a review WVU statement. And it's a false allegation because uh, it was the resignation is void because it was penned on invalid stationery. Um, yeah, it's the same guy who like dropped like a an f bomb on radio, but not that f bomb. Um, yeah, Bob Huggins, uh, you know, guy is not a good person. Yeah, maybe, maybe not, maybe not. Yeah, I also had to mention that. Uh, Tom, I'm surprised we didn't talk about this. Um, How do you feel about prime energy drink? Um, You know, I mean, like, I, I, Logan Paul has definitely got his uh, skeletons in his closet, but I don't know. I've kind of turned around a little bit on him. Uh, Jake Paul, fuck him. But, you know, I've never tried prime. I've actually never tried it. Uh, well, I don't think you should because there is a pending court case that Prime Energy Drink has uh, dangerous levels of caffeine in it. Mm, nice. So, yeah, him and KSI are now going uh, to court over all of this. And obviously this means it's going to, to change. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is this is like the new Four Loco just without... The uh, the liquor. Yeah, I mean, then it's not as fun anyway. So makes sense. Uh, and I, I do have one more, one good uh, wholesome story to end on because I have a lot of negative. Yeah, we did. Week, we I did guess. have a lot of negative. <laughs> uh, this past week, July 11th at Lambeau Field, A.J. Dillon had a launch party to announce his children's book. What's it called? Running through what? Uh, pretty close. Oh, Quadzilla finds his footing. Oh God! All right, I am one hundred percent going to buy the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be displayed in our uh, uh like man attic. Oh, that why does that sound so much worse than man cave? Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no please don't call it that anymore no um, it's the man attic now yeah that, that sounds like it's old and dusty and that it's very dark in there so yes um it is it is it's going to be uh some fun i don't know i think it's cool i love seeing this shit aj dillon's a smart guy as well um and tom i think we need to write a children's book i will say in my unprofessional opinion that is the worst idea you've ever had what i would be so terrible why that no no i mean like it would it would literally just be poop and fart jokes and then uh (laughs) It's got to have, like, a point to it, Tom. Uh, <laughs> so we're, podcasting we're it, like... for farters. There were two men who never shut up and never stopped farting, so they decided to do it weekly all the time. <laughs> and, and their man addict began to reek. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the phrase that comes out of this, uh, yeah. out of this podcast. Yeah. Is, their man addict began to reek. <laughs> Ugh. So uh, 
That's the children's book right there. It's called Shut Up and Fart With Me. Um, oh, God. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to write a children's book, and I'm going to make it a, uh, a bestseller. Okay. I'll buy the book. I won't read it. No, I, won't. I don't read. I don't read. But I will I will buy it. I will. All right, that's going to do it for us on Down the Wire. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you guys uh, leave a comment, uh, subscribe, do whatever. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, iHeart, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all that great stuff over there. Yeah, it's all good. Great. Yeah. And uh, if you guys want, you don't have to just download us. You can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Fuck you, Larry Nasser. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire.